Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Memchet 48. We will begin on Daf Memchet. The words of Chachamim Umrim Enlo Ela Arba Amot at the two dots. In the Mishnah we had said, there's a machloket between the Chachamim, how much room a person has. According to the Chachamim, you have only four Amot. And Beleza says, that you are in the middle of them, which means you have only two amot to each side. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yudah, it seems like Rabbi Yudah is the same as Tarakama, because Rabbi Yudah ended the Mishnah by saying, you could go either way you want to go. Tarakama had also said, you have four amot in any direction. Only Rabbi Yudah in the middle says you have two amot in each direction. So it sounds like that this, the opinions of Rabbi Yudah and Tarakama are the same. Amarava, Rava explains the difference. No. Shmone al Shmone Amot Ikebinayu. The machloket is whether you have eight by eight amot. Meaning, according to Chachamim, a person has four amot in every direction. So it means that your total size is eight amot in each direction. The Buddha says you have four amot by four amot. But you can pick which way it wants to go, whereas according to the Bethesda, you can't pick. It goes two or more whether you want it or not. Tanya na mihachi, yesh lo shmona shmona, divre le bimi'ir. Rabbi says, machloket lahaloch, the machloket is to walk. Avil tatel, but when it comes to carrying, when a person is allowed to carry in four amot, divre akol arba amot in, tvelo, you can't go more than four amot. Even the hahamim who are allowing eight won't allow it over here. Says Where do you see in the Torah anything about four amot? Where does it come from that you're allowed to carry four amot? Kedani will learn to the brighter. Shivu ish tachtav. The pasuk says in Parashat Shemot, every person should say where he is. Tachtav under it. Kitachtav, like under your body. Gufo shaloshamot. A person's normal body is three amot. And the extra ama is in order to stretch your hands and legs, gets you an extra ama. This is the words of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Daomer, Gufo shaloshamot. Rabbi Da says, no. Person's body. Is you be able to move something that was under your legs to move it under your head. That's the extra amount that you need in order to cause that to be moved out. What's the point of the machlok between Rabbi Meir and Yehuda? Seemingly, they're both allowing four amot. What is the reason for the four amot? Is because to stretch your head or to move something? Whether they are exactly four amot or four amot plus a bit. According to a mayor, if the idea is to spread, then it's a little bit more than four amot. But according to Behuda, it has to be exactly four amot, not to the, to the button. Amar lay Rav Meshachir Lebrei. Rav Meshachir told his son, When you get in front of a papa, 
which means when we're measuring a person's forearm, what do we go with the size of his forearm? Or do we go with the Amashar Kodesh, the set size with forearm, according to the Avot that Moshe Rabbeinu used in the Mishkan? And and he told him how to how to knock up the rabbi. As if the rabbi answers you that you use Moshe Rabbeinu's, then then he'll ask you how would Og someone who's his size, be able to lie down because he needs much more than Fuamot. And if he tells you use the person's own forearm, there is a there is a Mishnah which lists a bunch of things which whose size depends on the size of the person doing them, like a kometz when the kohen does ketoret and many other things. That goes by the size of the kohen's hands. And many other things. So in that Mishnah, it should also list this that a person's form what goes by your size. So regardless of whether what he answers you, you can wait and knock him out. Sure enough, from Mashai to his sons, Kiata the Kamedi Papa came in front of Papa Amale, he told him, Papa told him, Ida Kinan Kulahai, if you can be very, very careful with Shas, you won't be able to learn anything. Really, really, we give him his own amot. This question you can ask, my time alokatani, why didn't we mention it in the Mishnah in Kilim, which mentions all the shiurim that are adjustable to the size of the person doing them? Because this is not something that always is adjustable. That Mishnah lists things that are always adjustable. They get as small as the person whose hands are, who's doing the Torah, or as large. But here, it can get as large as the person who's large. When the person is actually small, you get at least four amot of, of Kodesh. And therefore, since the adjustableness of our story is only adjustable up and not adjustable down. Therefore, we do not listen to Mishnah, but really that's the halacha. We are now at the words, Okay, to explain what's going on here, we have to know that the Mishnah had said the following example. Mishnah had used as an example of something that's Asur, a case of three Chatserim, which were open to the Shut HaRabim and open to each other. So three adjoining Chatserim. And the Halakha was, if they made Eruv with each other, their Mutar, with the two outside ones are Mutar to carry to the middle one. But they're not allowed to carry to each other. The Gemara wants to know, and the Gemara is going to analyze this case. Ask the Gemara, why can't they carry to each other? Since the two outside ones made it with the middle one, they should all be one big 
bayit because they made eruv, and therefore they should carry anywhere, even from the left side all the way to the right side. Amar Bihuda, so Bihuda answers, Kigon Shinadna Emsait Eruvit Bizu Verut Bizu. So the answer of Yehuda to this question of why they the two outside ones can't carry to each other, according to him, we're talking about a particular case where it was two separate Eruvs and the middle the middle one gave bread to put in the left one, and the middle one gave bread to give, put in the right one. But, had the two outside ones put one in the middle one, that would make it one big house, and then you'd be able to carry. The reason why over here you can't, is because there is no one house that everyone's allowed to go to. But had there been one house that everyone could go to, like with the two outside ones putting bread into the middle, that would be fine. That's according to Behuda. I can even tell you we're talking about a case where the two outside ones put bread in the middle one. But we're talking about a particular case, turn the page, which means that even if I tell you that they put it in the same the two outsides put in the middle one, they would only be considered one big threesome family or three chatzer family if all the bread was in one house in the middle chatzer. But if in the middle chatzer there are two houses and house A is housing the eruv of the left side with the middle and house B is housing the eruv or meaning the bread of the right side in the middle, that would make it that they're still not all connected and you wouldn't be allowed to carry. That's the answer of Rav Sheshat to this question. Says the Gemara. Kiman, who does Rav Sheshat go like when he says that they're talking about two different houses? The Gemara answers, Kibay Rav Sheshis seems to be going like Beishamai. Now, this is automatically a question because saying that you're going like Beishamai, that's fighting words. Because, well, since the Allah is like Beishamai, Rav Sheshis has no right to go like him. The Tanya, we learned in the Brighta. If you have five guys living in a house, in houses, so imagine you have one Hasid, five houses in the Hasid. They collect bread from all five people to make the eruv and to make the people allowed to carry in the chatzer. And they put it in two different utensils in one of the houses. Which means they put some of it in a pot and some of it in a bowl. Bet Shammai Omrim and Eruvuruv. Bet Shammai says, listen, since it's not in the same utensil, it's not an eruv. But Bet allows the eruv. Now, the fact that Rav Sheshit says that when the two houses are putting it, the, the two chatserim on the left and right side are putting them in house A and house B in the center one, and that's going to make it prohibited for the guy in the center one, for, for the left guy to go to the right side, it makes them all not, not all connected necessarily. That should prove 
that they're going like Beishamai, that we're strict about where the bread is, that the bread has to be in the same utensil. Because here the bread, the Eruv of the houses, had to be in the same house. So he's going, no, not necessarily. I feel Tame Betilel. Rav Shesha will answer you, I'm not like Bet Shammai, I'm a Bet rabbi, and Bet will agree with me. When did Bet say it's okay, even though one's in a pot, when the bread of the, of, the, of the five guys, three of the house are in the pot, and two of the houses are in the bowl, why did he say that that's okay? That's two kelim in one house. That's why he said it's fine. But it had it been two houses, then of course he would never let. Only in the same house he lets. And therefore, I can even go like Bet Hillel. Don't say that I'm a Bet Shemai guy. Amalei of Acha Bereidur of Evil of Ashi. There are Yehuda Kasha, Lov Sheshit Kasha. I have a question on both of Yehuda's answer that we're talking about the Eruv in the two left and right sides. And according to Rosh they're talking about two different kelim. There are Yehuda Kasha. According to Yehuda, I have a question. Who says that the cases we're talking about, that the middle guy put his Eruv in the left, one in the left and one in the right, so therefore it's, they're not all connected. We're saying like this. What happened first? Let's say the middle one first made a eruv in the left one. That makes them all like one house. Left and the middle are now one house. And now when the middle one goes and gives bread to the right one, he's not just doing it for himself. Being that he's now joined with the left one, it's the left and the middle making a partnership with the right. He's doing his bidding, doing the bidding. He's like a He's like a messenger of the left one. And therefore, why doesn't that make it that they all can carry together? Why does the Mishnah say that they are sewer according to him? That's the question according to Rav Yehuda. We also have a question. What's the question? According to Rav Sheshit, how could you say the Mishnah was talking about a case where it's in two different houses? Let that be. Like you have five people who are in the Chatzar and one of them forgot to make the Eruv. Over there, they all become Asur. So therefore, by us also, since the outside ones are made eruv with the middle ones, so therefore, it's like they're in the middle chaser, and since they're in the middle chaser, and they did not make eruv with let, let, let's let's give a classical case. You have the left guy. The left guy made eruv with the middle guy. Now, if the middle guy goes and makes eruv with the right guy. And that's not including Mr. Left. So now, it's like the left guy is in the chatzer of the right guy. He's with the middle guy in the right guy. And he didn't make a roof. That should make it asur. Just like if one guy, one house 
in the Chatzer doesn't contribute to the Eruv that messes everything up. Because if you have a Chatzer, every house in the Chatzer must contribute to the Eruv. When you have um, five houses op- uh, in a Chatzer opening up to the Chatzer, if one guy doesn't give, he messes up. Here, since... Since one of the Chatzer guys, the left guy, is now part of the middle guy, and being that he's part of the middle guy and he's not included with the right guy, he should mess up even the middle guy from carrying to the right side. Amalei Rav Ashi. Lola Rav Yehuda Kasha, Lola Rav Sheshit Kasha. Really, it's not a question according to either of them. The Rav Yehuda Lokasha, according to Rav Yehuda, it's not a question why, I'll tell you. Since the middle one made a eruv with the outside one, and the two outside didn't make one with each other, so they're showing that they don't want that they want to be with the middle one, and they don't want to be with the outside ones. In other words, our question was, on Rav Yehuda, wouldn't you say, since the left one comes before this, the right one, shouldn't you say that the middle one who makes it eruv with the right one is not just doing it for himself, but he's doing it for himself and his partner, Mr. Left? So I says, no. Since the, the left one made an eruv with the middle guy. The left guy made an eruv with the middle guy. He could have made the one with both, and he only made one with the middle guy. He was showing he doesn't want to be part of the partnership with Mr. Wright. And therefore, he, therefore, when Mr. Middle subsequently makes an eruv with Mr. Left, with Mr. Wright, he is not a shliach because Mr. Left, by not making a eruv with Mr. Right, showed that he doesn't want to be part of the partnership, and that's why he's not a shliach. Mr. Right middle is not a shliach of Mr. Left to make eruv with Mr. Right. That's the answer to the question we had on Rabbi Huda. It's also not a question of Rabbi Why? If we said this rule, That an eruv makes the people like it, like they're living in the thing. That's to make it easier. If you remember, the question we had on Rosh was that um, the 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 left, Mr. Left guy. Being that he made a eruv with Mr. Middle Guy, and he didn't make a eruv with the other with Mr. Wright, so therefore it should be like one of the guys in the middle who did not contribute to the eruv, who should mess up the whole eruv with the right. The eruv with Mr. Wright should be no good because Mr. Left didn't contribute, and the eruv with Mr. Maybe the left the other way also. Tigmar is answering now, no. This that we make it, that when you make a eruv, 
Mr. Left makes it over to the right that he's like one guy who lives there and he's allowed to carry to the guys in the middle. That's to be lenient and allow him to carry from left to the middle. But we're not saying that he's l'chumra, that's saying that you're one of the middle guys and now you didn't contribute and you messed it up. We're saying it l'kula to allow you to carry to the middle, from the left to the middle. But we're not saying l'chumra as a strictness to make it if you don't contribute to something that you mess up the roof. No, we, the rabbis only made you a honorary middle guy in order to make it lenient on you but not to make it strict on the people in the place and that's why it doesn't mess up this that we said in the Mishnah that you're not allowed to carry one to the other that's what Shimon According to the Chachamim, you're allowed to carry from the middle to either side. According to this, it's not reciprocal. <coughs> of course, the two outside ones cannot Mr. Left cannot bring something to Mr. Right's chater. But, they're saying that Mr. Left could bring stuff, could bring stuff back and forth from the, from the middle back to him. But Mr. Middle is asur to bring back and forth to the left or back and forth to the right because of this situation, according to the opinion of the Hahamim. Says Ki amrite when we said this thing that Rav said, that, Shim, that, that the Chachamim argue in front of the Shmuel, Amr Ali, he told me, turn to the Memtet even this opinion is the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, which means that the lenient opinion of Rabbi Shimon is also agrees that the middle guy can't carry the left or to right. So, so what's that, that, that's what we said, the Chachamim were. So if so, what's the rabbi saying? Chachamim say that no one has a roof, no one with anyone. So according to, according to the second opinion, the opinion of Shmuel, Chachamim are much stricter. They're not allowing anyone to carry. We have a brighter that's gonna go well according to Behuda. Let's Amashmuel, who's the strict one. Bezat Hashem will do this brighter tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Le'Olam. Amen. Amen. We're ending at the words Tanya Kadosh Shmuel on the second line of Daf Mem Tet.